So acknowledging that I've done my very best. If I knew better, I would do better. And once you're aware, you're halfway healed. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Perspective. By Perspective, do you mean Leo season? (laughs) (laughs) No, Leo season is actually officially over as of, well, there's conflicting. It's up for debate. (laughs) Yeah, it's, you know what? Oprah says it ended yesterday, and Oprah can't be wrong, so. I know. It ended yesterday. I was telling you um, my dad's birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday, dad. But he's usually a Virgo, but sometimes a Leo. And I mean, sometimes his personality matches all of the above. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, some sites claim Leo season ends July or sorry, August 22nd and some say August 23rd. So we'll go with yesterday because also that's when Oprah says it ended. So because Oprah. (laughs) Goodbye Leo season. Hello Virgo season. But don't expect me to talk about Virgo season really at all because why? Completely fair. Um, We have spent a lot of time on Leo season enough for all the other seasons. So all good. (laughs) But on to some real important news. I want to thank our sponsors. So Intamo Pleasurables, thank you for supporting Herspective. Intamo Pleasurables is a Canadian sexual self-care company. They use 100% plant-based ingredients in all of their products. They are a company that cares and gives back a portion from every sale to facilitate free sex and pleasure education in our communities. Head to IntamoPleasurables.com for their full line of products and use coupon code Perspective 20 at checkout. And another thank you to our sponsor, Birch and Fog, for supporting this show as well. Birch and Fog is an online luxury plant-based wellness shop for the modern woman. They carry a wide range of CBD products. We definitely cannot recommend them enough, as you guys know. And we also love the CBD sleep drops, again, as you guys know, because they are absolutely amazing. So to learn more about their products go check them out on instagram at birch and fog or at their website www.birchandfog.com and of course don't forget to use coupon code herspective20 at checkout to get 20 dollars off your first order so excellent yeah yes people if you haven't tried it yet try it you won't be disappointed but we do have more important news um there has been an update in the britney spears conservatorship situation yes if you guys are not familiar then i will fill you in as you should be accustomed to by now every day in all of our episodes <laughs> why why we want to talk about britney spears every week i'm not sure but we just feel like now we yeah, have to now it's we, like a thing now we must report yes. especially if there is big news and uh that there has been so we have learned that britney did um well we knew that she was trying to petition to, to change her conservatorship to remove her dad And we knew that that date was in August, which I think had already been postponed a few times. Is that right? Yeah, it it had. Yeah. yeah. And then, so unfortunately, the judge ruled against her and has extended the conservatorship as is until February 1st of next year. So. Begs the question to why. Like, why 
Totally. Is this so difficult for her to regain control over her life, her assets, her property, her fine, all her financials? Like, how come? Why does this seem like it's so challenging? Obviously, we don't have the inner details of that, but it is very unusual. And to be honest, it's starting to make me wonder if maybe there is a valid reason yeah. why she needs this conservatorship. I don't want to believe that, but I just feel like somebody with Britney's like power her wealth everything who she is you know if she really wasn't that unwell and really was capable of controlling her own life you would think that this wouldn't be something so challenging so I hope we get some details about like why this is so like just strange like what is going on I think that's why we're so you know enthralled by this but what is so confusing is the judges ruled against her petition like this has been ongoing for 12 years clearly you know if she's going to this there's got to be some sort of evidence as to what that is to her improvement or her being better so like what is the judge looking at to disagree so wholeheartedly that's what i'm wondering yeah, and I mean, some of the videos that she's posting I mean, yeah. lately. Maybe she checked her Instagram out. Yeah, they've all been a little <laughs> odd, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. But I wonder, like, I think they're just kind of getting worse. And maybe that means she's getting worse, which is terribly sad, and I hope not. Whatever it is that she's struggling with or suffering from. But I, you know, like, I'm just still confused by the choices and maybe that goes back to she only is allowed to post certain things on instagram so she's very limited who knows who really knows the truth i hope we find out sooner than later february we'll get a full i guess rundown i don't know man i uh, for her sake even when i was like reading about it as per usual apparently i'm always doing that you know the conservatorship is just a strange thing to implement in general for people it's usually for like old people with dementia it's not for like young productive multimillionaire women that are mothers so as we all know we've covered that a hundred times it's just fucking weird like when will it end i think we're we just want answers yeah, damn it that's what it is that like obviously we're sending good vibes to her but i think we're just desperately seeking answers for this it's just very curious yeah. like it's a such a strange situation yeah. so if you have any <laughs> details on that let us know Fill we want to hear if, a- if you're a close personal friend of britney spears <laughs> hit us up we need an update for our britney updates so please <laughs> yeah we need to get real news no more potential fake yeah. news because we don't actually know if anything we're reading is even real either it's true. but yeah. if you know anything Share the news. Most important. But in other news, uh, we had quite the response to last week's episode uh, about dating a a friend's ex. Um, Yes, we did. Almost unanimously, people say, no, no, you cannot. That is not allowed, unacceptable, friendship ruiner, you're dead to me like hate you for life like it's just not a thing there were a few people that were like you can't help who you love which is how we posed the question um which i don't disagree with like it's really funny because like i wonder if those that responded and like gave their input just thought about it like in that moment and didn't really like give it that's exactly it i feel like those people haven't had an ex or have never had someone date their ex or anything of the sort 
because like how can you feel differently i don't understand well we've we did get some feedback too like with an explanation of someone who is in that like scenario in their past and um they did say like it did change the friendship between yeah. the, the two it was which a of course guy and a girl and it did change the friendship between the two guys they were the ones that were friends and um not really friends anymore so i mean i think that theory will always like stand true like the you may not hate the person um you can be civilized but i feel like if there was any kind of friendship that will have changed and obviously for the most part our listeners feel the same like it the friend friendship is over so just interesting interesting to hear your guys thoughts and thanks for sharing your feedback and yeah we always love your feedback by the way guys we want to know what you think yeah. all the time. We're full of We're opinions, curious. so it's nice to hear yours. Yeah. But it was the most interesting part about it is that it was like massively more towards the like you cannot date a friend's ex. Like yeah. there wasn't many people that were saying it's okay. Yeah, but we, like I think we expected that. We did, but it was still interesting to see. Yeah. So thanks for your response, guys, and keep them coming. Like, we want to hear. We want to know what you think of every episode and your opinions on what we talk about. And obviously, if you disagree with us, like, tell us why. Like, we're just obviously, you know, we're curious people. That's why we do this show. We talk to people that we want to learn from and and get educated on certain topics and just everything. We want to we wanna know. Yeah, always. Thanks, guys. thanks in advance so we have like a and by we i mean jess and i have like a document that we use to like put some notes down when we want to talk about stuff but we don't want to talk about it prior to the show um (laughs) so we refer to that a lot and you have uh, a comment about you driving on the highway (laughs) you have your comment about bite-sized humans so what is your problem with highway drivers Jess because I feel like you need to get something off your chest here I know it's like the problem is I'm driving alone on the highway and I need to vent to someone so clearly the person I'm venting to is our doc (laughs) aka you Um, and I want to know why the fuck can people not figure out how to drive on the highway let's just say this unanimously what is the left lane for passing it's the fast lane Going under 100 on any 400 series highway is illegal. <laughs> if it's not actually not illegal, it should dangerous. be. <laughs> it's so dangerous. So then I come speeding up to these people that go 90 on the 401 and I can't. I'm honking. Now my rage is causing me to be unsafe. If they Great. weren't already unsafe, now I'm unsafe. <laughs> yes. Am I right? I like I'm losing my mind because you fucking idiot. And they're on their phone. They're dilly dallying. Where are like, you going just in such a hurry? Random. Like, why do you need? Well, anywhere. I like to drive on the. F- I like to, you know, full disclosure. I like to go 130 to 140. Anyone going under 100 is now making me almost halt in my tracks. So I'm just furious. 
anyways, I just had to like vent because I know that I'm not the only one who feels that people cannot figure out the highway. And like, I can't remember because it's been so long, but on our driver's test, we're told this, right? That you don't go under the speed limit? (laughs) Well, most basically that, but at least... The left lane is the passing lane. You can't just go slow. Oh, yeah. I mean, that drives me crazy, too. And I'm sure any driver feels the same. Because if you don't want to drive fast, if you're too scared or you're whatever the reason is you don't want to drive the actual speed limit of the highway, then don't drive in the left lane. Like, why are you over there? You're just (gasps) pissing everybody off. And the worst point part is, is whenever I pull up beside them and honk and yell and give them the finger and, like, you know, indicate that I'm very upset by their driving, they're like, oh, like so can fucking fused oh my god anyways <laughs> <laughs> i had to rage i had to vent and i know everyone feels okay. the same way well i'm glad you got that off your chest thank you <laughs> thank but you yes. to you thank you to the doc for letting me vent <laughs> you're, you're welcome but you also had a little hilarious treat waiting for me in the dock do you want well, to mention your comment <laughs> yeah like i put in there that it has come to my attention that i'm incredibly <laughs> short and the best part about me reading this is yeah we know when did you find this out <laughs> well because truthfully like more so like after my birthday when i'm looking back at all the pictures of us and our friends <laughs> And I look borderline superimposed because I'm just not anywhere near the height of any of you. What do you mean? You come up to our shoulders barely. And I'm half the size. Like, I look like someone's toy, maybe. Like a little doll that was plopped in the middle. And my head is really small compared to everybody else's head. My legs are significantly shorter. Yeah. Well, that also brought it more to my attention. Yeah. Just reminded me, which is actually why I put it in the dock, is because I was standing on a full, like, foot curb, curb higher, <laughs> and I'm barely the same height as you. Like, I, I'm like someone's little puppet. Well, the best part is, like, I feel like I'm some, like, Amazon tall model beside you. Okay. Let's models pushing it, but <laughs> I feel like yeah, really fucking tall. Yeah, <laughs> but then I realized I'm only 5'6". I'm not, like, But like, that's a tall thing. woman is Like, 5'10". I'm not, I'm not considered a little person. A little person is considered someone who is under 4'10", I believe. And I'm 5'2". And I feel like that's, like, a normal female woman height. And I think what it happened is I grew up with, like, a, a diff- another core group of friends. And we were all very similar in size like height just body type everything just very small individuals so what you're saying is you've the rest of my friends are full amazons that is it like the no they i don't think anyone is taller than i think we're all five six to be honest i really do clearly fucking giant compared to me i know (laughs) and it's funny because i have other friends that are 510 so do i you know but i'm not in a lot of pictures i mean i think what it is is i don't see myself in full body pictures a lot because i'm always selfieing and i'm selfieing with friends so it's just like our shoulders and our heads same relative size exactly like i don't really (laughs) get the perspectives and then when i do take pictures that were full body 
with the other group of friends, we're all the same size. So we look normal. We're all very normal in those pictures until you place me in pictures with the likes of you and our other friends. And then that normalcy is gone. I am now some small, like half size human. So okay, hold on. I'm just going back to look at the pictures myself. So I can... <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even know. Like you could put me in your purse, maybe like a teacup poodle. Like you just carry me all around. of our chins come to the top of your head. We're all the same height and you are a head shorter. Not. I'm not the same height. Wow, I didn't even realize this. I guess because, you know, when you look at pictures, you pretty much just like zero in on yourself. But you are a very petite person. Wow. Okay. Sorry, I'm just now really. (laughs) Okay, stop analyzing. (laughs) Even in the sit down picture. That's why that's where I noticed it in the group shot. Because your torso just can't carry you. No, I have a teeny tiny torso, longer legs and basically no torso. Like, that different proportion is really enhanced <laughs> Actually, it's hilarious in the sitting one the most. Yeah. Thank you for laughing at my We're pain. We're going to have to post this. And- well, anyway, that was my, like, epiphany of the week, I guess, when I realized, like, wow, I'm friggin' short. And you know what? Because when people always ask me, like, oh, what, you're, like, 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, and I'm always like, no, I'm really very short. I'm 5'2". And I think it's because I have a bigger personality. Like, I'm not short and then also a wallflower or someone who, like, is meek and doesn't talk. Like, I'm loud and I'm boisterous and... Yeah, you can hold your own space. And I often wear heels of some kind, right? So I'm usually, like... Bringing you to appetite. Yeah, exactly. So because of, like, COVID, like, I'm never wearing heels and I barely stand at the... (laughs) these days so (laughs) okay i just have to say there's a photo of me and you and my leg comes up to your boobs yeah well (laughs) yeah that's enough thanks thanks for that that's that's enough that's all well on that note let's get let's get into the show yeah we have a super fun show (laughs) we have a Um, great show really really interesting i think everyone's gonna take a lot away from this show because our guest is just so informative and something i took away personally is just like the language that she used like every word that she chose i did it really resonated like she really hit home with um the way she spoke so i i I took in what she was saying a lot because she just used the right words for the explanations and everything so anyway we have gnarly carrie carrie on the show today she is a hypnotherapist and a certified life and mindset coach she specializes in neuro-linguistic programming which she'll explain what that is because i certainly cannot um but she specializes in helping female entrepreneurs and women in general yeah um yeah like uncover the roadblocks and mindset blocks that create procrastination and self-sabotage and she does this so they can gain more clarity confidence in themselves uh, what they want what kind of future they're looking for and to really start like building that and reprogramming themselves to go for what they're looking for and make those changes so she's 
quite successful. She's helped a ton of women and Mm -hmm. she does everything remote. So this is not a situation where you have to go to an office or a clinic or anything like that. COVID compatible. Totally COVID compatible. And... And she's always operated her business like this. So this wasn't a pivot for COVID. This is just the structure that she's designed. So really interesting on that too, because she just decided like for her, this is what she wants. And she made Which it happen. I love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're really excited to have her on. We actually ha- wanted to have her on for a while because hypnotherapy is something that I think we were both kind of just assumed it was what you see on tv and the movies and the media things like that someone yeah. dangles a clock in front 100%. of your face and you fall into this trance and um people can do whatever they want to you or your mind which is actually not the case at all it's something that is guided and yeah she breaks it down uh, exactly how it works and what it is and why she chose to get into it so i think we'll get into it yeah without further ado welcome gnarly welcome gnarly Thank you so much for having me, Lauren and Jessica. I'm so happy to be here. Yay! Yay! Thank you. Thank you. It's very <laughs> exciting. We have a very cool topic today and a very cool guest, Thank of course. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to uh, tell you more about the world of hypnotherapy. Yeah, so you are a few things. You're a hypnotherapist, you're a mindset coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I am a life coach. A life uh, but coach. I spe- yes, I am a life coach, but I specialize in using hypnosis and neurolinguistic programming to help people, you know, end their self-sabotaging tendencies, kind of get to the root cause of their blocks, which are happening subconsciously. Um, so I, I brand myself as a mindset coach because everything I do happens between your ears. But yeah, I am a life coach that just specializes in certain tools. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> like an overall holistic approach that you have going thank on thank you there. yeah yeah i find that the mind is where it all starts or ends right so i'm really fascinated with that absolutely yeah. totally it really does you can feel i think a lot of the time like even if you have um you know physical things going on with your body uh, it could be because of what's going oh, on in your yeah. mind like a lot of psychosomatic re- reasoning absolutely. so um i think that that's the first place to look if you you seem to have an issue going yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. The the body mind connection can't be understated. It's even said that, for example, arthritis is more of an emotional mental thing with holding resentment. So it shows up in your body, but the the issue is really in the mind. So the body and the mind are always just kind of dancing together, and your body will tell you what's wrong. That's why cancer can be cured certain different types of ways. You know what I mean? So it's that's fascinating. Actually, I want to ask you more about that because I feel like I've been getting um, this pain in my finger, which I only can like it's on my joint, which I keep thinking is arthritis. <laughs> so um, do you have any hints for this or tips? You know what? There's actually an amazing book by this author named Louise Hayes. Um, I'm sure you can find the PDF online for free. I have but it. She has a breakdown of, okay, do you know you can heal your life? It's, it's like yes. the holy grail of personal development and self-love, but she'll tell you like, if there's a pain, this is what it means. If there's this, this is what it means. And it's it's really cool. Okay. One of my best friends have shown me this book. Um, I think it was because I have horrible allergies and she's like, look at this. Um, and I forget what it says, but um, I thank you for reminding me. I should re- really review that. <laughs> Yeah, for yeah, all my issues. Really, yeah, and I'm the I'm the same way. As soon as something's wrong, I'm like, "What does that mean?" Like, <laughs> yeah, get the book never out. Just the bo- Yeah. <laughs> well, that is so interesting, though. I didn't know that arthritis was something more linked to 
your mental state versus an actual physical thing and i could actually think of a couple people that may be really holding on to that resentment so that theory just might be true for them (laughs) it's all adding up now that you think about it i'm not a doctor i'm not a doctor just put that claim up there i'm not a doctor but i'm pretty sure because my mom had really bad arthritis and she started working on her her mindset and all of this stuff and now she's like totally better so fascinating um i yeah but again, I'm not yeah. a doctor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we, we, Gnarly is not a doctor. She is not. <laughs> but she is a healer. We can give you that, yeah. I think, at least. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Not at least to, all... like, minimize it. It's a, it's a great thing that you do. <laughs> it's huge. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really, truly believe all women are healers in their own way, and they have their own special medicine, whether it's through business or whatever have you. But everyone has something to, to bring to the table when it comes to helping someone Oh, else. that's such a nice sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to adopt that. Yeah, and I think we couldn't agree more because um, this is kind of like what we do, uh, mm-hmm. highlighting all the beautiful women and all the amazing things that they do. And mm-hmm. and so I think Laura and I can safely say that we agree 100%. Totally. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So Gnarly, tell us like how this all came to be, how it got started. Like why hypnotherapy? Why life coaching? Like, where did this come from? I hate to be cheesy, but it all started with a bad relationship. (laughs) Doesn't everything. Wow, we've heard that a a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it started when I was 16. um, Went through a really bad relationship. And my dad came into the room and he's like, think of a new boyfriend. And he just handed me the book, The Secret. And I was like, okay, think of a new boyfriend. So I'm like, okay, what is all this manifestation thing? And I started to really identify with what was being talked about in the book, the whole thinking your life into existence, holding the vision, all of that. So I started to manifest things. That was kind of my thing. Like, oh, I can really manifest. Manifested my seven-year modeling career, manifested a new boyfriend at the time, and started manifesting. But then there was another side of it where it was like, I'm still coming up against my self-sabotaging tendencies. I had really big goals. I wanted to start like a really big blog, a travel blog, all these things. And I'd hire mentors, take programs, enroll for all of these things, spending money, investing in myself. But I kept sabotaging myself. It was two steps forward, 10 steps back. And it was just getting really annoying. Um, so I took a break from personal development. I was like, this stuff does not work. Like, you know, like I keep messing up what's going on. It seems easy for everyone else to just kind of make it happen. Um, and then um, I was in Australia, living in Australia in 2018. And I kind of was a little bit into personal development, but essentially I was a smoker. And which isn't very personal development e, but um, I was a cigarette smoker and I was one of those smokers that would quit and stop and start to the point where my friends were like, yeah, you're never going to quit. Like you're always stopping and starting story of my life. And many story of many people's lives. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I long story short, I came across this healer and uh, my whole intention with her was to work on my inner child, work on the deeper emotional wounding that I was going through at the time. Um, But through that session, whatever she had done to me, the next day I had no reason to smoke cigarettes. So I was like, hmm, that's weird. Like I just didn't have a craving, which I'd smoke at least three sticks a day. So this isn't like a part of my lifestyle, right? Did you say... 36 a day or three to six a day? Three, three, at least minimum three. If I was drinking oh, okay. more, like I was just. I'm like, okay, that is. <laughs> yeah, How really self sabotaging. <laughs> How are you sitting here? How are you alive? <laughs> 36. I'm very concerned. That's... <laughs> yeah, three, that's a lot sticks. of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, it's not 36. Three sticks, three sticks. <laughs> 
or stick. Oh, three sigs. Okay. It's, yeah. it's my bad connection up here. Or okay. <laughs> I was like, I think that is taking self-sabotage. That is smoking with level. intent. <laughs> but I actually want to ask you about that. I want to ask you about your self-sabotaging. Like, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So self-sabotage is when you consciously know what you should be doing, but somehow, some way, you end up not doing the very thing that is very clear that you need to be doing right uh for example if you want to start a podcast you know you need to set out time to create it right but some for some people that podcast idea will just linger on for years and months and they'll never execute on it right so long story short with this hypnosis with this woman that i met uh she did the session and then months went by and i was in a smoker and i was like what what happened like how did you like I don't know if that was the intention or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm actually a hypnotherapist. I just brand myself as an inner child healer. So then I was like, wait, what? Like, what is this all about? Like, hypnotherapy to me was just kind of what a lot of people think, that clock type of thing, you're now sleepier thing. Um, so from that moment on, I just realized that was probably the most transformational session I had with anyone. I went from a cigarette smoker to a non-smoker. So I'm like, what else can it do, right? What else can this tool do? Because it's helped me tremendously in a short period of time. Um, so that led me to trying to use it for my, well, actually using it for my self-sabotaging tendencies, right? Um, I was someone who had, who has a big vision, who has a lot of drive, right? I'm very driven, but there's also that self-sabotaging part of me where it's and I really wanted to figure out where it was coming from so with hypnotherapy it's the most direct way to get in get in touch with your subconscious mind and that led me on a huge journey of uncovering what the subconscious mind is what exactly it does how it can help us how we can work with it to create change and lasting change not just a few wins here and there right so that's insane well what I was a little like surprised about is you went in there to not not even about smoking and she like picked up that you needed to not smoke yeah yeah well she didn't pick up that i need to smoke but because of the reprogramming that happened the healing that happened the subconscious dialogue that we had i was able to release that that negativity that pattern that self-destruction right so i want you guys to remember that no one is walking around this planet being like i want to struggle I want to sabotage. It's happening subconsciously. Can you imagine if we're all like, yay, let's struggle today. <laughs> like it's not, it's not really what people want to do, right? It's happening on a deeper level. That's a really good point, actually. I've never like thought of that. <laughs> and be, like, obviously I don't wake up feel like I can't wait to struggle today. I know. Today's a good day for some struggling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I just pile it on. Mm. I can't wait. But at the same time, I don't think about not struggling. So I don't wake up yeah, and go, I am yeah. not going to struggle today. I am not going to, um, yeah. you know, deal with stresses or anything like that. Like I just kind of wake up and mm-hmm. the day kind of leads me. You know what I mean? So that's an interesting yeah. thing that I've never mm-hmm. really like mm-hmm. consciously thought about. I, you're not alone there, Lauren. I bet you yeah, um, exactly. that's how most people operate most days. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On autopilot. I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but it, it's kind of our ways of being, right? Who are you being in the world? Well, let's get deep. Let's get deep. Okay, so yeah. first and foremost, <laughs> people are probably wondering, like, when is she going to tell them what hypnosis is, right? what hypnotherapy yeah. is, right? <laughs> yeah. So- <laughs> well, I definitely wanted to ask, like, is it the, like you said, like the clock mm-hmm. dangling in front yeah. of the face? Because I think everybody, not everybody, but most 
people, if you say hypnotherapy, they kind of go right yeah, to what you yeah. see in the movies or TV, and it's it's like you're getting very sleepy. sleepy. Yes, exactly. Think of a dark <laughs> yeah. room. Like my mind goes to the movie mm. Stir of Echoes when that actress uh, puts Kevin, uh, yeah, Kevin Bacon into. Hypnosis. Oh, what was that again? I think that was terrifying, that movie. Yeah, it was a horror movie. But anyway, I mean, but like, it's like really like she's like talking to them. So is part of that like actually what happens or mm-hmm. tell us? The part of, yeah, for sure. So let's start off with talking about what hypnotherapy is okay, not, yeah. right? It's not sleep. It's not loss of will. It's not mind mind control. It's a done with process. The one part that media gets right is it is extremely relaxing. It's a progressive relaxing technique that allows you to gain access to your inner mind. And it's been proven by Yale, Harvard, the Mayo Clinic on the efficacy of it, right? It's all about eliminating the unwanted habits, ways of beings, belief systems and replacing them with far more empowering ones that support your goals right so that's where the fear of failure fear of success fear of rejection it's all happening subconsciously and it will hold you back so hypnotherapy is a tool for smoking weight loss um, confidence productivity so many things stress sleep right it's about really relaxing the mind and the body and unlike meditation where you're just kind of clearing your mind with hip with hypnotherapy you're making new suggestions to your mind because whatever the subconscious mind believes to be true, it will execute. If it believes to be true that money is bad, for example, then any opportunity you have to make money or whatever, you'll sabotage it or it'll just slip through your fingers, right? There's a lot of people with money issues, men issues, confident issues. There's a subconscious disconnect, right? If the conscious mind and the subconscious mind don't agree, that creates the dissonance, the friction. So like, would you want to go for therapy for a specific issue? Like, I just want to nail that point home. Or do you go there with like open for all healing? You go go with an intention. It's best to go with an intention um, on what you want to do. And the hypnotherapist will talk to you to get you um, opening up on what you want to see differently. So typically what a session would look like with me is you'd, let's say you want to be more confident, right? What I'd be questioning and interviewing you on is how would you show up in the world if you were more confident would you be more assertive would you be more risk-taking would you be more flirtatious for example right would that questioning happen like while they're under what what do you call it (laughs) no no in a trance in a trance trance, while they're in their trance right yeah so before we go into hypnosis into the trance um we'd interview and because whatever we do in hypnosis is what they want. If she's like, oh, I'm going to be more vivacious, I'm going to be more blah, blah, blah. So when she's in the trance, I'm literally giving her needs and wants into her subconscious mind, right? So it's it's essentially a tool. Okay, best way to describe it is I want you to imagine, you know, a newsroom. And at the front of the room, there's a news reporter who's the conscious mind. And at the back of the room um, is the subconscious mind. And the news reporter needs to get all the way to the back of the room to give the subconscious mind, you know, the broadcasting channel, the important new directions, right? But there's so many things interfering between the conscious and the subconscious mind. So what hypnosis does is it clears the room so the reporter can just quickly get all the way to the back of the room to give the subconscious mind or the broadcaster the new piece of information. And once the broadcaster has that new piece of information and it accepts it as true, then the new storyline unfolds, right? The new desires and new ways of beings. Does that to paint a picture of how it kind of works? Yeah, that's a great analogy, actually, mm-hmm. that like, because I picture like myself at the front of the room and myself at the mm-hmm. back of the room and sort of like an obstacle course. But I can like also picture like if that wasn't there, 
what would I say to myself and like how like for the things that I would want to work on but one of the questions I have about that is like how do you how do people always know like maybe it's a number of things like do you go for different sessions where it's like well I need to work on my relationship with money or I need to work on my relationship with myself or my partner whatever I feel like overall unhappy or something yeah yeah like I feel like my life is just spiraling out of control and I have no direction I don't know what I want to do yeah a good hypnotherapist will interview you take inventory on your life and where you're really struggling right because I look at life as a holistic thing right if you're struggling in your relationships you're likely struggling your your money right how we do one thing is how we do everything but it's important to see where the real issue is so it's really about unearthing what are the deeper thoughts what are the belief systems what do you believe to be true about the world yourself what's possible right and kind of helping them gain more of understanding of what is really at the root of it all right so you like weed through all the stuff yeah yeah so hypnotherapy hypnotherapists are they're going to interview you for the first but they're not no one's ever going to go right into hypnosis right it's all about uncovering what they really want to get out of it as well you know if you if you had a magic wand Mm -hmm. how would your life look right what what do you want to be different right um that's the million dollar question yeah yeah and one thing to realize is your subconscious mind um that's where your brain's most protective mechanisms are that's where your fear center is so essentially the your subconscious mind wouldn't let someone take over you anyway the reason why stage hypnosis works is because that person that gets on stage is volunteering and giving give kind of essentially giving the person permission to do that right so unless you give the hypnotherapist permission it wouldn't work anyway it's about building rapport it's about building rapport with the with the person with your clients and how do you know that it's working though like if i'm in a trance Mm -hmm. like do i remember yeah absolutely you remember everything do you look weird or like are they sleeping (laughs) yeah it's it's yeah so hip hypnosis is a greek word that means sleep it literally means sleep right so they they're they're bought your body is relaxed your mind is relaxed it's like you're on a very just deep meditation you can hear everything you can move your feet if someone like opened the door you'd be able to hear someone come and talk and like they disturb you right um you're just kind of going on a, a guided visualization and once you're in a trance, we do the change work where we're talking to your subconscious and releasing the negative patterns and putting in new ones, if, you, if that if makes sense. Totally. So, this feels like it should be a requirement for every individual. I, I really want it to become more and more mainstream because this is the, the number one thing, reprogramming my mind to yeah. think like how I want to think and be like how I want to be, right? Well, anyone that's ever gone to a therapist knows that the your deep-seated like core issues are so mm-hmm. far in your subconscious. So that's what it's yeah. all about. Exactly. And I, I love therapy. It definitely works. I wouldn't say it doesn't work, but it's also not addressing, you know, your subconscious mind runs 95 to 97% of your behavior. So whereas mm-hmm. therapy is talking to your 5% conscious mind, which is on your left side of your brain, hypnotherapy is talking to the right side of your brain, which is 95%, right? So you get more of a change that lasts. And that's the issue with personal development world, right? It's just like, be more confident, love yourself. And that's what really ticked me off about it. It's like, no, there's a lot more deeper things going on than just love yourself and write some journal after prompts, you know what I mean? So it's um it's really important to dive deeper and i think there's a lot of stigma around hypnosis it's just not understood but um it really started off as a a way of providing an aesthetic for bruised soldiers or people in surgery 
Right? Oh, and now interesting. Women that are pregnant, yeah, women that are pregnant are now using it for hypnobirthing. That's a huge new trend. Ooh. They're going to a light trance. Yeah. What, to just kind of speed through the birth? Not to... Or like to, take away the pain or not focus yeah, on not the pain? focus on the pain. Exactly, right? Whatever... Is this sort of an alternative to an epidural then? Like Yeah, it's like an anesthetic, right? So one way to look at it is we are in different brain waves, right? We have different brain waves. The brain wave, it's, the acronym is BAT-D, right? So beta is what we're in right now. We're the most aware, we are, we're very alert, we're making this podcast. Alpha is what, you, what happens when you're sleeping. You're kind of in a light trance. And then theta is what we do hypnosis in. Theta is when you're kind of like, you're not completely gone but you're not completely like you know um aware like completely moving you know what i mean so right. a child in a, a mother's womb is in theta and for the entire nine months right and the subconscious mind is recording our entire existence from our first blink to our first step to our first poop all of it it knows everything about you so it's holding so much information so there might be something that happened when you were seven years old that made you have a fear of rejection does that make sense? So with hypnosis, we're, we're going back to the totally. root cause to, uh, to pull out that weed so it's no longer manifesting, right? And that's where the change happens. When we get right. the very first incident that started this insecurity, started this procrastination, started this self-sabotage. Yeah, that's where they all come from. Yeah. Honestly, like, I just feel like this is something that everybody should be doing because why wouldn't you and and exactly why we like to do this show and have like such mm-hmm. incredible people bringing us incredible knowledge mm-hmm. and information and breaking down like the stigma or misconception around something that we thought was like yeah. someone dangles a yeah. clock in front of your face and tells you like you're getting sleepy but mm-hmm. i mean if if this has been proven by such um highly regarded schools and um well and results like you can see the results and results. Yeah. 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 I mean, and a lot of, a lot of business people are using it. Not publicly though. They're right. Not telling people I'm using hypnosis, but a lot of business people, my mentor, um, I don't know if you know who Bob Proctor is. Yes. Yes. So Bob Proctor, his, yeah, his thing is shift your paradigm, shift your paradigm. He really just means reprogram your subconscious mind, but he won't just flat out say use hypnosis. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's lot, got to coin his he's, own term. He's got to coin his own term, shift your paradigm. Your paradigm is only happening subconsciously. So once you shift the paradigm, shift the way you see life, what you believe to be true, right? Our belief systems are so integral to how we live our life. If you believe yeah. that, Success is hard. Money is hard to come by. I have to struggle. I'm not enough. Your whole life will will play out through this lens, right? Right. And, and you'll just struggle. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people have that struggle. A lot of people have this mentality. But the hard part about it is identifying like where it started and how. Like like you mm-hmm. said, um, it's the weed to pull the weed out. It's like really hard pull to find out, that yeah. that weed that root mm-hmm. of that weed. Yeah. Like, when did that start? It's so important to have help. No one is healing by themselves. No one is getting anywhere by themselves, right? Healers need healers. Um, Generally speaking, from age zero to seven, we are walking subconscious minds. So we are just videotaping, recording how we see our parents interact with the world, how we see everything happen, right? There's a quote by Aristotle who is super ancient, but he says, give me the child (laughs) between zero and seven and I'll show you the man. And that always stuck with me. It's like, why Love is he saying, that? give me the child between zero and seven? Well, that's because we're the most suggestible. God, they were so smart back they then. They really were. <laughs> so intuitive. Yeah. 
And you know, therapy it always goes back. It always goes back to the childhood. Yeah. It always goes back to the childhood. Yes. Always. Yeah. And I know that yeah. from yeah. therapy too. And it is kind of interesting because I feel like it's something that you mm-hmm. do know. Also, like if you really think about it without mm-hmm. therapy, without anything, and you're like, why do I feel this way? And you can kind of remember when you first felt like that and what maybe it linked to. But I can't. I think that's what's so hard about like I don't remember when I was seven did I realize like I had you know God all my issues but like you know what I mean I don't remember when it started yeah your subconscious mind also wants to protect you and and not like bombard you with all of these things but you don't always have to go back to the root cause like not entirely but you just have to gain awareness of that it's it's there right and then yeah. with a hypnotherapist you can kind of uncover and release it without the whole it's not like a traumatizing thing we're not going back to like make you remember all these horrible things, right? But what happens is your subconscious mind, when it's ready to heal itself, when it's ready to change, it'll start showing you your patterns. That's why a lot of women will date the same men over and over again. It's their subconscious mind saying, heal this now, heal this pattern, heal this pattern. It's a problem, right? So your subconscious mind is the projector and your life is the projected. So if you want to know what's happening subconsciously, you have to just look at your external reality. What keeps showing up? What's not showing up, right? That you mentioned something that you're not trying to pull some uh, the negative out or something. You just said that. Uh, sorry, I'm repeating it terribly. Oh, yeah. So I'm just trying to let the audience know that you don't have to. When you do hypnosis or hypnotherapy, you're not. Um, there's no trauma. Like, we're not traumatizing you again or anything like that. Not- well, I wanted to know, like, does that happen? Does repressed memories come out where somebody's like, oh, my God, like I was abused or or this happened I didn't remember do you see that uh no not all the time it's it's kind of more of a feeling like they kind of have like a slight feeling that something had happened they just kind of release that energetically you know I hope that makes sense but definitely you know, not all the, not, not all the time it's more of an energetic release of that pain right. or that 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 fear right. right so why isn't everybody getting hypnotherapy yeah well there's a lot of it's a lack of information, and lack of education. There's a lot of stigma around it. I grew up in a very Christian household, so I had a Christian friend that was like, oh, I can't be your friend anymore. You're a hypnotherapist or some sort of no. witchy. Yeah, yeah. I've had people, even my mother, who's uh, she's not super devout Christian, but she's like, Christians don't believe in hypnotherapy. There's a lot of dogma. Because everybody around. just trusts really? God. God's going to yeah. fix you or it's God's plan. So this is what your life is supposed to be. Yeah, or there's a lot of fear and misunderstanding, or some fear of misunderstanding. Okay. Right? People people don't don't like what they don't understand, and people don't want to lose control, which is a huge human thing. Right. right. They don't want to lose control, but you don't lose control at all. It's a done with process. I'm, it's just like meditation, except we're going a little bit deeper. <laughs> Seems like you're only simply gaining control. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You're releasing what no longer serves you and you're doing it faster, right? So for me personally, I've used it for my business. I've used it for doing things like this, being able to talk and confidently sell myself or share my ideas. I'm a, I used to be a very shy, introverted person, you know, and... Um, the idea of even making money off of my passions in that kind of way like I, it came from a modeling background so just that pivot gave me a lot of anxiety but the more and more that I worked on being the leader that I know myself to be being the woman that has the sale that brings in the income you know that's all happening subconsciously right our identity how we see ourselves simply speaking um Everyone has the same consciousness, but it's just rearranged differently, right? Everyone is capable of doing things, but not everyone is look, like using the tools within them, right? They're either too right. too afraid to. And that's why people feel like I'm blocked, I'm stuck. It's like, no, you're just, there's something holding you back on a deeper level, right? So, so I guess like 
also when you've lived for you know we're in our 30s so say like you're you're in your 30s and your life isn't necessarily bad um for the most part it's good but like I think people also just feel like comfortable like this is my life like they wouldn't even necessarily know to change it or that it could change or it could be better because you're kind of in this resting state of comfort and I don't know, maybe until something. But that's the autopilot. Yeah, again. I guess so. And until yeah. something either major happens or you're you have like a, an epiphany and you're like, okay, I hate my life. Um, what do I do here? Because maybe that's part of the reason why people wouldn't seek out these sort of alternative um, treatments. Yeah, they don't even know they need it. Exactly, and they don't even know the results of it. They haven't maybe heard a lot of success stories, or they think it's kind of like a fad or whatever, or hocus pocus kind of thing. Yeah, hocus focus kind of thing and it's really not it's um even if you went on youtube today and searched sleep hypnosis you could find tons of audios of hypnosis and do it yourself and self-hypnotize yourself and it's kind of like a self-meditation thing but when you work with an actual hypnotherapist it's, it's just going a touch deeper to really unearth and pull out the negative stuff right so um people are welcome to just go online and and, and experience it they really can but for a full body transformation, you need to work with someone who specializes in it. Yeah, because they're trained to also help guide you yeah. to where you mm-hmm. want to be and achieve like whatever goals that you have. So can your goals lie subconsciously? Yeah, like you productive. don't even know that they're really your goals or... Yeah, essentially it's like people are pretty much consciously aware of what they want to achieve in their lives. But subconsciously, they don't have the identity of the person that achieves that type of big dream. Right. They're not that kind of person. They can't be who they've never been before. Yeah. Right. How do you become a millionaire if you've never. If you don't yes. Think like how that? would you know what that lifestyle is like? Exactly. Right. So you would sit there and like kind of guide them through what that looks like. Yeah. What they would need to. Who would they need to be? They would need to be more assertive, more driven, more committed, more consistent. It's the ways of being. Right. It's, it's who do you. How do you show up in the world that allows you to do what you do? Right. Imagine if I was a life coach and I was like, mm, like, yeah, things are OK. Like, no, I'm enrolling people. on. <laughs> you're doing fine, sweetie. Right. Like there's there's a level of commitment. Right. And discipline that people are, are lacking. A, a lot of self-belief. Tony Robbins was quoted saying, I just teach people how to believe in themselves. and I make millions of dollars because once you believe in yourself, once you can see yourself as the achiever of your goals, as the person that has the life that you want subconsciously, it'll just happen. Like you'll take the actions. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. It just seems too easy because like, I mean, <laughs> I I like I I want changes and I want like a new um I want to go down a new path because like, I really want to follow my passions and we've talked about this on the show before too and I've said like I just I'm stuck like I just don't know how to get there so mm-hmm. I feel like I think and behave the way mm-hmm. I want my life to be mm-hmm. and then it's maybe I'm just impatient or maybe I'm really not doing it the way I'm supposed to do it because I'm like well I'm not there I'm not getting it it's yeah. obviously not going to happen it's not meant for me mm. so I guess I just answered my own question there's my self-sabotage <laughs> yeah let's ask a deeper question it's a question I ask a lot of my okay. clients right and not to put you on the oh, like not questions. to put you on the spot or anything yes put right? me on the spot put but me on the spot if being stuck were a person if being stuck were a friend to you how would it be protecting you and what would it be protecting you from i 
have no idea how to answer that God, question. that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's a question directly to your subconscious mind because this stuck thing, right? It, imagine, okay, for example, if being vulnerable, right? A lot of people have a fear of vulnerability, right? If, if not being vulnerable was my friend, right? How would it be protecting me from things? Well, I don't have to get hurt. I don't have to open my heart. I don't have to trust people, right? So even though being stuck or being vulnerable or not being vulnerable is a bad thing, it's actually protecting you from a certain emotion, for a certain experience, right? It's- so would you say in this case, and, I, and I'm and i not speaking for Lauren, but I also feel the same way as we have also talked about too, so I understand what she mm-hmm. means, I think. But would you say like not being stuck is like making sure that we don't have to get out of our comfort zone? Essentially that, exactly that. But not even your comfort zone. You're, you're avoiding a very real emotion that your subconscious fears. Like, is it a, an emotion that we're avoiding or like work to be done? Well, the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, the fear of success, it's all avoiding an emotion, feeling bad, right? Your subconscious mind also wants to keep you safe. Its number one priority is to protect you and keep you in your comfort zone, right? So you're, you might be worried, let's say some girl might be worried about the fear of failure, but that's really protecting her from, you know, that devastating, that disappointment, that that guilt, that sadness that she doesn't want to experience, right? So it's uncovering what you have subconsciously and consciously, what you're avoiding, right? No one is stuck. Everyone is just mm-hmm. playing safe. All right, Laura, we got to get out there and play unsafe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. The language you use, Gnarly, is so like, uh, like it's hitting home. It's, it's you know, it's been explained in different ways, like to me over the years and also like through some of the other guests that we've had on the show. Um, and I really like appreciate their insight too. But I don't know, there's something about like the language you've been using this whole time that I'm just like, okay, I'm like really yeah. getting it now. Well, you're really explaining it and confidently backing up your points. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's more like you're really talking about the subconscious mind, which is mm-hmm. something that we haven't mm-hmm. really dived into a lot before. And that is just, yeah. it just makes a lot of sense. I like, want you guys to just also yeah. remember your subconscious mind loves you so much. It is your friend. It is your conscious mind is Aww. the goal. Yeah, it does. It, a lot of people fear this like subconscious, you know, it feels like this like big thing. Yeah, it's but like it's darkness. Literally... Well, it's like the hard ass with all the truths <laughs> hidden down there. Yeah, but great, great analogy. It's literally an, a library of you. It knows everything about you, right? So it's just a, a database of every moment, memory, habit, your beliefs, your values. They all live there, right? So when things are going through your life, you know, we do things subconsciously yeah. all the time. Like we brush our teeth with the same hand. We brush our hair the same way. Yeah, It's all happening on autopilot. Because it wants to preserve your energy. Why are we so out of touch with our subconscious? It makes no sense. Yeah, because you talk about it like it's outside mm-hmm. of yeah. my body in a way. Like it's like a, a someone I know versus yeah. part of me. Yeah, it's a, well, it's interesting. It, you know what? I kind of, <laughs> I kind of look at it and it's, it's inside of you. It's in your brain, right? It's, it's right there. Um, but it's also, uh, one way to put it is your conscious mind is a goal setter. Your subconscious mind is a goal getter. Your subconscious mind is driving your behavior, right? So it is your ally once you learn how to use it, but not using it is because we're just not taught to use it. We're not taught to really, you know, we're taught repetition, right? That's how another way to reprogramming, saying your ABC yeah. a million time, affirmations, building the habit, right? That's reprogramming your subconscious mind, right? To make it autopilot, to make it normal, right? But essentially, 
you know, there's a lack of education, a lack of willingness. Um, sometimes it can be a bit triggering for people to look at their their unwanted behavior, the parts that they don't really, you know, that don't serve them, how they've been sabotaging their goals. And that's what I had to do. I had to be like, shit, there's no one holding me back. It's just me. <laughs> like, you know? You just gotta get real with yourself. And that actually is probably like, yeah. that is terrifying. I know, but why is it so terrifying? Like, why are we not on the same team? I don't know, because it's easier to just be like, I don't know, yeah. unaware. Uh, you know what? Because, I guess. Like, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, a, a little bit of that. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. If I knew better, then I'd be forced to do better. So I'm just gonna pretend I don't know, right? I'm just gonna. Yeah. Um, but the weird thing is, we all know. Yeah. We know we shouldn't smoke. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. We, we build these habits. And, you know, I was a very emotional smoker. So I was, <laughs> I was like coddling myself through smoking. Right. And a lot of people have those vices yeah. where they're just surviving. It's a coping mechanism. Emotional eating. Emotional eating. All these things. But I would tell myself that I love smoking and I do it because I like it. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I quit in December. So mm-hmm. congrats. Yeah. And, and it was kind of like a weird thing. Yeah. You. It was like a weird thing i just like woke up and stopped smoking and i literally just stopped smoking i don't i think maybe it was like i was my body was like served i was done Mm -hmm. it didn't serve me anymore (laughs) i'm like yeah i'm good yeah yeah it wasn't like a climactic thing yeah and so some people you know some people have more will than others right some people are more charismatic than others some people some people don't need to do hypnotherapy because they have all their ducks in a row and they have the blueprint in their mind of what success needs to be and who are those people? I know, right? Who are those people? <laughs> all the successful yeah, people. Right? But everyone has never met those I know, people. I know. We all have. You have, though. You have met those people. Yeah, those are the. Those are the people we like, kind of idolize and be. look up yeah. to, and are inspired by it. Exactly, which is so funny because obviously they're just more in touch with themselves, maybe, or they just had, like you said, they're more of a go-getter. They're just naturally more driven or more confident. Um, and we all could be that, but we just like aren't. Well, so I feel like if everybody got properly in touch with their mm-hmm. subconscious, we would have like a super race. Mm-hmm. Like it would be like superhumans. Yeah. Oh yeah, around. we'd all be like working at our max capacity or like our full potential. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I, I definitely feel like there's a lot to. Would we be happier? Would we have yeah, less absolutely. vices? And it, it's also making the decision too, right? There's also taking responsibility of our lives. But I feel like if, if there's something that keeps coming up, a pattern, if there's money consistent money struggles or consistent issues where you're just not showing up the way you know you can, right? It's happening subconsciously. And not to not to blame yourself, but to take ownership, to, to fix and look at the ways that you can be better, right? Not everyone has that same train of thought, but... It's important to just kind of be real. Like this is not helping me, and and you when you especially when you know you could be so much better. A lot of my clients yeah. they know how much better they could be, right? So having that support, having and diving a little bit deeper, yeah, right. But that's what I feel like is a little cyclical, because like, yeah, right now like I'm kind of feeling, I'm, I'm hearing your vibes, I'm see, I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm like, why are you not being mm. better, Jess? Like yeah. feeling down on myself, which is like a little discouraging. So like, how do you? How do you not do that? How do you not like get mad at yourself when you start to be aware with what you're yeah, doing? Yeah, I yourself? mean, it's it's kind of like that self love of having a little bit of discipline and also having some self compassion, but being intentional with your how you spend your time, right? Like, are do you have the structure? Does, does your environment support you to do the things that you want to do? Are you setting yourself up to win, 
right? Sometimes it goes down to what are like what isn't happening that should be happening. A lot of the time it's just our habits, changing one habit or two habits and just making non-negotiable time. Like it's not up for debate. I have to work out. It's not up for debate. I have to create content for my business. Like there's certain things that we have to, you know, and it's a bit of a, it can be a bit hard, quote unquote, but the more you do it, the more you show up for yourself, the more you build self-trust. And at this point it would suck to go backwards, right? You want to gain momentum, right? And up until this point, we've, we've all done the best we could with the resources and the tools and the you know things that we've had in our lives to support to get to this point so acknowledging that i've done my very best if i knew better i would do better and once you're aware you're halfway healed once you change your action or your behavior you're fully healed right yeah that's you know i think that's a really good point that you made though is you've done the best you can on your own to this point yeah maybe there's something or someone that can help you take you across the finish line and i think that's probably where a lot of people fall off because they don't know that there is additional tools or resources or people services that can Mm -hmm. bring them the rest of the way because i think if you i think a lot of people and especially women feel like if we don't if I don't do it on my own I can't do it like it's not it's not meant to be it's not going to happen for me um no one can help me like this is obviously what my life is this is what I'm meant to do and where I'm meant to be and this is who I am now yeah I live here now um (laughs) so that message I think is super important for women especially Mm -hmm. I mean men too but like obviously the show is more about women but um and we and that's what we want we want to empower our women and ourselves and I think that is something that you know, we want you to express, get out there. Like you are here mm-hmm. to help serve people to bring them to across the finish line. And you don't have to feel like that is your end wherever you're at. You can continue on. There's so much more for you mm-hmm. if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. And just having that growth mindset, yeah. just having a growth mindset, your your skills can grow with you. Your confidence grow. Everything can grow. When you're stuck, it's because you're feeling in that fixed mindset. Like it has to be this way, but it can change bit by bit, day by day. You know, just having that growth mindset of knowing that my life can be different. Right. Is really Are most of your clients women? Yeah, they're all women. I've had maybe three to four male clients, but right now they're all women. And do they react differently to like what you try and teach them and show them hypnotherapy? Like is it, are Mm -hmm. are women more open to it, do you think? Or, and men give Um, up on it? Like just curious on how people hmm, react. Yeah, I think they're all very open-minded. You seem to, in this coaching business, you seem to attract people that are like-minded, just maybe a few steps behind you. Um, They all react optimistically, you know. I I tell them to continuously, you know, I give them the recording of the hypnosis just so they can keep up with it as well. Oh, I feel like I would hate to hear that after <laughs> no it's 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 not a it's not a like a a bad thing it's it's actually quite calming and relaxing and positive you you always feel better after hypnosis it's like click, clicking reset on your mind you feel brand new it feels like an unclogging of your mind chatter right you know clearing clearing the room kind that of makes thing se- that sounds like it would be so like you know how when you meditate i don't know if you guys ever do um gnarly i'm I sure don't. you probably Can't. do yeah but you yeah. feel <laughs> i know i feel good after but it's like so hard to get through it or get into it so that's why i feel like um having someone like you there would really help get that like mm-hmm. huge 
relief or the huge benefit of the meditation like of the like the guide mm-hmm. i think is the best part there like how you mentioned it was like a guided meditation yes yes having someone guide yeah. you into that place. like support you yeah, through absolutely. getting there like kind of everything hold your hand while you're doing it and that's kind mm-hmm. of like yeah what I like that's what it's all about. the sounds of it because it's like mm-hmm. that's the hardest part for me is staying there and actually getting there and doing it right I'm mm-hmm. sure you find mm-hmm. that a lot yeah absolutely yeah and some, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard for us to quiet our minds but essentially with hypnosis you like your mind will quiet itself <laughs> like it will it will 110% happen yeah as long as you trust your hypnotherapist I right? like it will. completely struggle with quieting my mind yeah, and um one of the po- one of the sponsors of our show uh, is a product sponsor Birch and Fog and they have CBD sleep drops and I take that because I'm I'm constantly on the hunt for like the just the silence like and it's not mm-hmm. like it's bad chatter all the time. Sometimes it isn't like super positive, but um, it's just more it just never seems to stop. Yeah. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, okay, just shut up. Like, God, uh, yeah. do you ever stop yeah. talking? Yeah. And yeah. it's just me talking yeah. to myself. Is that my subconscious talking to me or is that? That's your conscious mind. That's your monkey brain. Your conscious mind is also kind of where your ego is saying, do this, do that. Oh, you should do this. That's never like it's always going and directing you and and pulling you in one way or another. Why doesn't it ever get tired? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just (laughs) driven to it's when does that need to sleep? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A lot of people can't get out of their own mind. It's just like always. I can't. Yeah. Me neither. I have to take drugs. Yeah, me too. I have to like drug myself up to even sleep. Yeah, you would, you both would really love just the experience of hypnosis because it really You're takes like, you all I'm getting from this call is how much you both need this <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm gonna yeah. send you an audio so you can clear. just you can just try it because once you once you try it it's like okay i got it like you you understand how your mind works right because your first we relax your relax your mind sorry first relax your body and then your for that's why you're also your mind is always going too. your body's not relaxed Right. Once you relax your body, then your mind can relax. That's so true. Do you ever just find like like Lauren, maybe you do. I'll be watching TV, like doing literally nothing. I'm relaxing and my all of my muscles in my jaw are completely tensed and like locked. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like take a breath and mm-hmm. relax. relax. Yeah. I have to like, tell myself out. to do that. <laughs> yeah, I have to teach like, Yeah, sometimes I feel to. like I'm like, you know, shoulders up and then I'm like, whoa, just lower those shoulders yeah. girl like yeah like there's no reason for your legs and your arms and my fists to be like clenched right now and i'm lying <laughs> in bed what the hell it's, it's so weird you're just straight arm clenched fist like i am and then like my jaw is grinding like, i'm so relaxed <laughs> I'm like this is so fun i love it <laughs> no not good yeah well i think yes it's safe to say like gnarly we're coming. <laughs> yes, we're coming desperately to you. need yes. you. Yes. <laughs> we desperately yeah. and need I've, you. I've actually been doing this year. I've started doing group hypnosis, right? So it's it's really fascinating because you can be six feet away, six miles Ooh. away, six continents away. I do. I don't meet any of my clients face to face, right? I didn't meet my hypnotherapist face to face. It's it's all through your ears. So you can just listen and go into a trance. All my clients lie down, uh, so I just see them and they're in a couch or a bed and they just lie down and they just go on the journey and it's it's really therapeutic right it's 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 for a reason yeah do you not see them because of covid or just that's just how you operate your business oh because that's how i operate my business i want to be completely nomadic and yeah work from anywhere yeah Yeah, so 
Yeah, and it works. It, it all works. Like, it's, it's no different. Maybe that's another misconception, too, is that, like, people assume that you mm. have to be, like, face-to-face and even, like, borderline touching, right? And... Yeah, no, nope, not at all. What needs to happen is you need to build rapport and a little bit of trust with the hypnotherapist. So I always tell them what hypnosis is and what it's not. We talk at length about what's going on in their life, right? The life coaching always comes out and I'm figuring out what's really triggering them. Why, like I said, like if, if being stuck were your friend, we want to figure out what is what are you really avoiding, right? And then where you really want to be, yeah, right? What's, in, what's the in-between? What do we need to clear out of the way to make you be the person that you uh want to be but um tell us why you think women are like more stuck like why do we fall into this the same patterns and we just can't seem to achieve the same levels as i hate to say men in a lot of ways Mm self-sabotaging yeah women you know we're conditioned very early very young to follow a certain guideline of how to be a good girl right, how to be safe, right, and it's a lot of survival mechanisms running us, we want to be accepted, we want to be liked, we want to be a part of the in crowd, right, women are social beings, so everything we do is really driven by that need to fit in or be accepted in some way, so when our dreams are calling us to start a life coaching business, when you've always been a model, it's like, holy crap, no one's going to understand me. You know, you want to play small, you want to shrink because your loudness, your, your shiningness or whatever, like you taking up space in your field might trigger someone else. And we're, we're trained to always care what someone else is feeling, you know, make sure she's good, make sure our dolls are taken care of, make sure their hair is brushed, right? So it's our nurturing nature that also kind of puts us in this place of let's play small, let's play safe, right? And then it gets old and then we start to break away from that like paradigm. Yeah. Staying to the guidelines, coloring in the box. Yeah, it gets it gets old, right? So I think women care a little too much, right? Um, and it's it's becoming more and more kind of popular to kind of be your own person because it's the only thing that leads to your happiness. Right. When you can just be who you are, like my parents don't know what to do with me. They're like, you're a model. You like to travel. You're you play with people's subconscious mind. Like, what are you? But it's like, I don't like this is who I am. You know what I mean? And the right people will my, the right opportunities will, will come to me because did they do purpose, they want you to right? kind of be in that box. Like that's easier for them. That would be better for them. They're like gnarly, just stay in the box and no, they, just don't come out of it. <laughs> They just want me to be, they just want me to be normal and like marry and settle down. They just want me to kind of like just do the regular yeah. thing. Well, right? they want normal is an interesting word. Like what society kind yeah. of expects of you or yeah. like what, yeah, the, the yeah. social norms. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the, it, that kind of like is so opposite of what you just said, right? Because we fall, women follow these social norms and have for obviously centuries, whether they wanted to or not, mm-hmm. for many centuries, forced to. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, does that mean there's like the centuries and centuries of women being so unhappy because they're like, well, this is actually not at all what I've wanted to do ever. But if I don't, I'll get the crap out of me or I'm like, you know, tossed aside. I'm a secondary thought, citizen, everything. Mm -hmm. And then I think this shit kind of happened. Yeah. Women's history entirely almost. Holy shit. Right. Like, because now... Mm -hmm. Something happened. There was a shift, and women were like, "Okay, we're we're done with that. Um, that's not working out." Yeah, yeah. It's called feminism. Yeah, rising. like this. But but even <laughs> yeah. even when feminism really did happen, it didn't 
fully change. Like that was well, a group still of happening. people, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. but I'm saying like, did it take us to get into like a millennium before yeah. women were like, um, we're done with being like second class citizens in, in the world, right? And, and I mean, okay, yeah. if, in fairness, we can really only say in like certain um, societies like North America and Western culture for sure, but this is not a thing in other cultures still. Like you, yeah. you're unhappy yeah. too friggin' bad. Like this is well, it's not your even life. a question. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even yeah, get to say you don't get to some yeah, cultures. you're not asked. No one cares, right? Well, and even if you mm-hmm. are, like you're not really allowed to voice it in some or cultures. make a change. So yeah. it's just really interesting that, like, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously we're kind of generalizing in a lot of ways, but like it really does feel only in the last few decades have women put their foot down. And been like, I've not, I'm not yeah. happy. My mother wasn't happy. My grandma wasn't happy. And I think there's mm-hmm. levels. Like, obviously, you have happiness in your life. Like, you become a mother. Maybe that's what you've always wanted. That makes you happy. Or you have a job that you love or something. But are they, have we ever, women as a whole, like, reached our full happiness potential? Answer like, that question, Arlene. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the, the solution to the world's problems. Yeah. It's a it's an ongoing thing, right? It's a it's an ongoing thing. You can right? tell because you're a real professional are... to answer that question yeah. with like a, a real answer. Because I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Lord, it's rhetorical. For sure. And happiness isn't a destination, yes. right? Happiness is a state of mind. So it's and a and it's a constant that we can never it's a constant and we're never arriving there we're kind of chasing it but we have to make it a part of us it's the simple things that make us happy right our simple comforts and our simple things i think happiness is more of a i want to i rather be i rather be grateful than happy i just feel really grateful for the life and the experiences i have because happy seems to be this kind of ever elusive am i happy am i not happy you know are you grateful for what you have do you can you are you at peace more importantly are you at peace with your life exactly i think when you talk to the most of the people, and I've said this before, most people that say they are happy are the people yep. that fully practice mm-hmm. gratitude, are the ones that, like, you know, practice it every single day and, and can really acknowledge that they are grateful mm-hmm. people. So I think that you were dead on there in saying that you'd rather be grateful than happy because I think that if you are grateful, then you are happy. It kind of goes hand in hand. And yeah you're right when it's just a word and it is interesting because like yes it, that question of, am i happy am i not happy how would you really ever yeah. know because what do you have it to compare to so if you do feel real gratefulness and gratitude and yeah. peace yeah. and like it's much easier to measure yeah i think because i think you would feel you would feel like that sense of yeah. happiness because you're like i love my life i am grateful for what i have so and that's something that i've rolled and in a lot more everything yeah i've rolled in that a lot more i've been like every day i'm kind of like i'm blessed i really am i'm very lucky do i want to change some things yes but i am grateful for what i do have right now i don't think growth wanting to change things means you're not grateful um obviously within reason like if you're just Mm -hmm. like i want to change everything like that's different but wanting to continue to grow and wanting to continue to achieve doesn't mean you're not grateful yeah that's a part of our dna though to as human beings men or women to advance ourselves always right no matter what we're always looking to be our best selves right so it's it's just not 
you can't change your life by hating your life, right? You can't lose the way. You can't get the man if you're always hating the man or hating your body. It doesn't work that way. You have to come to peace with where you are and go from there, right? You have to confront it to conquer it, if that makes sense. Totally. That's the best thing I think I've ever heard in my life. Yes. <laughs> you can't change your life because you hate your life. It's the yeah, like, truest thing. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get really down. And I'm like... I'm really, really down, and mm-hmm. I think I'm going to write that affirmation on a mirror somewhere. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. I did my <laughs> first mirror writing affirmation today, actually, Beautiful. which I'm like, Beautiful. oh, I should have done What'd this. What did you write, babe? I And I, I saw it, and I have to give credit where credit is due. I saw it um, on one of McKinney Smith's posts, and mm-hmm. um, it was a picture that she took. I don't think it was hers, um, but I think she was, you know, posting it because she follows it too and I said it says I expand in abundance success and love every day yeah I saw that it's beautiful Mm, I love that one thing one thing I want to tell you guys affirmations are a big thing for me in my business as well um you always want this your you always want there to be a visual with your with your uh affirmation right you want this affirmation to elicit a visual picture in your mind because your subconscious mind thinks in emotions and pictures Right. So, for example, money piles in my life that elicits an image. Right. Money piling in your life. People love to throw money at me. You instantly see it. So make sure your affirmations (laughs) elicit a visual with it. Right. And if because then your emotions are involved. And when your emotions are involved, like attract likes, more happiness. Right. And another thing, if an affirmation feels too what's the word big or too unbelievable you want to put affirmation training wheels on it right and those that statement sounds like this instead of i am rich which could be like wait no what the fuck you're not rich sorry to swear sorry no that's okay <laughs> that, that could be one of those your mind will be like no you're not like you're just getting by you know what i mean you can say i am choosing to allow money into my life yeah. i am choosing to allow or i am choosing to believe Right. These are training wheels that you can put on the affirmation to kind of buffer it a little bit, make it a little bit more believable. I am choosing to allow myself to change my career. I am choosing to allow myself to shine. I am choosing to believe money is coming to me now. Right. And again, the visual is, is really key. Making That's sure it so elicits beautiful. some sort of image in your mind. Oh, that is important because as soon as you said those two money things, I pictured it right away. Like I, yeah, picture it right away. I couldn't have not pictured it. Me too. I didn't. I pictured piles. I wasn't of money trying to. It just all came into that. my mind. It was yeah, beautiful. I, I want to swim in a pool of money. Um, beautiful. I am swimming. Perfect. New affirmation. I am swimming in money. Oh, <laughs> right. And you know why the emotion? I need to update my mirror <laughs> yeah. affirmation. That's why it's so important because your mind is of an emo- your subconscious mind is an emotional mind. Your conscious mind is an analytical mind, mm-hmm. right? So when you bring the analytical mind plus the emotion, it really supercharges the affirmation. So always make sure whatever you say, you can also s- imagine it. Amazing. Like just mm-hmm. everything. Amazing. Uh, mind blown. Like we <laughs> best advice. Literally. And I do want to come. Well, I've come see you but i won't be coming to see you you will be talking to me in my ear <laughs> yeah, so, i do want to hear you in my I ear i do want you in my ear <laughs> <laughs> me too did you say you do group sessions i do i do group sessions yeah so, okay laura we're signing up yeah yeah i'd be i'd be honored to help you like be the first to facilitate that for you and you'll you'll really feel really relaxed we have and like great yeah so yeah, and like Lauren and I obviously are partners. We have a shared 
goal. Okay. Is that something that you can, like, should we focus on that or should can you fix everything? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. need help sometimes. So, so the, yeah, for sure. So just like there's different types of yoga, like pasana and whatever else, um, there's different types of hypnosis, like techniques as well, right? So the first okay. thing that I do with people for the first time is help them remove a limiting belief, the, the, some sort of negative belief that's getting in their way. We go into that and remove that so you can, your behavior will naturally change once that belief is gone. Right, I'm that I'm not enough belief, or I can't do this, or you know what I mean. So, what happens with that is yeah. I don't actually need to hear you guys. You guys won't be talking to me. I'll be guiding you to do it yourself. If that makes sense. But there's there's tons. There's so well, many different I types of ways. Wait. And, yeah. yeah, I would love to. We've got a we've got a schedule. Yeah. We'll have to report uh, firsthand after Your after first, we yeah yeah we get sure. the goods from you. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, that's so amazing. And well, this has been absolutely amazing and enlightening. Like, I honestly yeah. feel like we've just talked for only five minutes because, like, I know this hour has flown by. Yeah, insane. And just, but like, I'm so much more knowledgeable and like, I feel energized. And we often do after we've talked to like some of our incredible guests, all, well, all of our guests are incredible, but some people that all specialize this is in our these, therapy, I think. Yeah. in these kinds of, um, like specialties because you just, there's yeah. something about your like knowledge and your passion and the way you position it that just like sends this like energy through our bodies. So we're so grateful because it, yeah, it, it just shows so that it obviously does work. Like you feed off someone else's passion, someone else's energy anyway. We can hear it in your voice. You <laughs> sound like you're just living life over there. So that is motivation enough. Yeah, because it's it's one thing to talk about it. But when I see my clients shift, it's like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. You know, like it's, yeah. it's actually working. Yeah, my yeah. so fulfilling. Super validating. Yeah, so it's validating. So I'm like, yeah, more people need to understand what this is. And it, it is kind of like, whoa, subconscious mind, that's, the education is missing. That's it. Yeah. And that's it. That's yeah. it for so many yeah. different things, right? That's the problem with our world. So, speaking of more people <laughs> need to know about it, plug, yeah. go for it. Tell everybody where they can find you because they need to come find you. Yes, absolutely. So, I hang out every day on Instagram. That is my uh, my platform of choice. I do a lot of mini trainings in my Instagram stories. Um, I also offer complimentary free, I call them mini mindset makeovers. Essentially, I will help you uncover what is, you know, what is standing in your way and give you steps to release it and work on it. And if it feels like a natural progression, we could obviously talk about the programs and services that I offer. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, I'm definitely looking to help women that really want to get out of their own way and step into their potential and let go of the limiting fears and stories and thought patterns that keep them small and not living a full life right so um at gnarly k everywhere um i'm sure my socials will be plugged in somewhere here oh definitely yes we'll post them <laughs> and if you're interested in the mini mindset makeover you can email me at hey gnarly k or just send me a, a gmail um sorry send me a dm <laughs> gmail send me a dm on instagram because i'm always <laughs> there as well <laughs> and they can email you at hey gnarly k at gmail.com <laughs> yeah long day sorry i had a few few clients today but yes hey gnarly k at gmail.com or gnarly amazing. amazing my website Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've mentioned to you before that when I see your posts come up and I do take note and some, like you've talked about breathing and you've talked about, um, kind of just like getting in touch with yourself. And so there have been some that I'm like, 
she's right. Like, I, I needed that kind of reminder to just stop for a second and, like, take a breath or just, like, think about things and yeah, kind of move more into that positive realm. Um, so I appreciate your your post because it helps me just like on a more day-to-day right so I hope other people will benefit from it too and I hope our listeners will like take a lot from this show yeah and and get in touch with you um so this has been a pleasure and as always uh you guys can follow us at herspective underscore podcast on Instagram and you gotta follow gnarly you've gotta get in touch but Gnarly, thank you so, so, thank so much. You. Thank you, thank thank you, you so much. much. You are the, the best. Oh, thank you yes. so much. I really appreciate it. Thank Keep you. Keep doing what you're doing. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, babe. Bye. Bye. Bye.